Carlitos, if you tune into a match of his and it's 15 all, by 40-15, you're gonna fall in love with him. One thing I want to say super fast is that some people, and I'm, and I'm like this sometimes, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of this category sometimes, is that some people find it so hard to root for or like support or like or become a fan of someone that is so overhyped and so over discussed and, and just the media and everyone just like shoving them down your throats and won't shut up about them. I'm like that for a lot of players in a lot of sports. Um, you know, like you talk about John, uh, John Morant, da 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 da. Um, fuck him. I, uh, he, like you know, I, I can't root for him. Carlitos. It seems like everyone is talking about him, and if you're not a fan of him, then I, I, I really don't understand how. I mean, not only is, is he a, br a breath of fresh air. His passion, his energy, his positivity, positivity both in, you know, in terms of, um, like, like his, his, his vibe, his energy, but also his tennis, it's very positive, um, and it's, he's amazing, and it's amazing to see, it's, it's, it's truly a sight to behold. Now, so yesterday, he, he beat Novak Djokovic, the world number one, and the previous day, in, in the quarterfinal, he beat, uh, Carlos Nadal, um, in Spain, in Madrid, okay, and uh, no one has ever done that before on clay, beats in uh, Nadal and then Djokovic, or Djokovic and Nadal, no one has ever beaten those two players consecutively, and regardless of the order, on clay before, ever, 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 um, which is some feat, for sure, and it, and it tells you a lot about uh, Carlitos. Maybe, maybe it does say a little bit about where uh, Nadal and Djokovic uh, stand right now, but no. I mean, the way they've been... The way they played against him, particularly Djokovic, you, you have to give Carlitos full credit. A lot of people... Um, and, and look, the, jo the only people who don't like Carlitos are Djokovic fans and Nadal fans. Like, those true, delusional, passionate... Uh, stands that are like blinded by everything else all they see is uh, Djokovic or Nadal like whoever they're a fan of you know all the Federer fans uh, are MIA at the moment but they're they're probably in the same boat for sure now some of these Djokovic fans uh, particularly will tell you oh well look at this Djokovic uh, came back uh, he you know Emotionally, he, he was very uh, damaged from Australia. Um, f he hasn't been playing a lot of tennis. Um, he, you know, his fitness and his, and it's just his his sharpness is not where it is. It's not where it's used. It's not where it used to be. Uh, it's not where it needs to be. Going into the French Open, da 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 da. And still, this was probably like 60% Novak Djokovic, and he really really uh took it to carlitos that's simply just not true that, i mean really that's not true at all um i mean yes this was not djokovic at his best but it's not it's not to say that djokovic at his best would have beat carlitos you know what i mean because that's what you're sort of implying when you say that um i mean look it, the signs are good for for djokovic um I mean, just to talk about Djokovic for a second, and, and not not about his match against Carlitos or how he uh, stacks up or how he fares against Carlitos, just about Djokovic in general. 
Um, I think this is promising. I mean, certainly by the time uh, the French Open uh, gets here, uh, Djokovic is the defending French Open champion. Uh, I think he'll he'll get where he needs to be for sure. Um, it's certainly promising. He did look good, and matches like that, he needed matches like that. I mean, matches against Hubie Hercatch like that does nothing for him. Uh, you know, playing against Mr. Svitolina, uh, Mr. Gael Svitolina, he had a walkover against Andy Murray. He doesn't need those matches. Those do nothing for him, to be honest. He needs, he needs, or he needed these sort of matches against Carlitos, uh, like an actual dangerous player. You know, in 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 a tough environment, that that's where we once saw Djokovic thrive, and he needs to he needs more of that. And there's no telling what he can achieve when he's back to 100%. Although, think he's he looks awfully close to it, in my opinion. Um, I think Carlitos just made it look like he, um, like like Djokovic wasn't himself, but I I don't think that's the case. Um, you know, Djokovic fans will tell you that oh, I mean, I'm so proud and impressed of Djokovic. He was. Uh, nowhere near his best, and Carlitos is is uh, was playing perfect, and he still took him to three sets, and he was in it until the end. You know, I don't think that's really true. I think they're just making excuses. Please don't um, uh, bite into that. Be careful what you uh, watch and read on the internet. Uh, some people just say things. Uh, some people say <laughs> some very baseless uh, things, and it's usually very. Um, bias especially on tennis twitter um i feel like gambling twitter uh, ga sorry gambling twitter their takes on tennis are a little bit uh less biased um but as discussed before um if this is the first time you hear me talk about this but the people on tennis uh, tennis twitter they're all freaks and they're a bit weird, quite frankly, in the way they support people. Um, a lot of them are delusional, and I, uh, in my opinion, I uh, not in my opinion, but I truly believe that uh, that most of them are twelve-year-old kids. Um, you know, without uh, uh, parental supervision on the internet. That's that's what eighty percent of the tennis Twitter accounts. They sort of give me that vibe. Um, but let's not sway off topic. Be really be careful what you see on, uh, read about um, tennis players on Twitter, especially if it's from a tennis Twitter account. How do you identify a tennis Twitter account? Uh, you can look at the bio. Um, if they have like uh, 15 players that they stan, or the they're their faves, then that that's a sign. If they're um, if they sound. Uh, Unstable, or if they use a very uh, particular vocabulary, that's how you know that's a, a tennis Twitter account. And be careful of those. Those and like some journalists are actually probably some of the most biased. Um, so please be careful uh, what information you read on the internet. Don't don't believe or, or trust uh, any source or anything you see on the internet. That is my one lesson for the day. But no, now now to talk about Carlitos, I mean, look, what Carlitos did was nothing short of remarkable. When I was watching the match, uh, Djokovic won the first set in a tiebreak. Uh, he came back from, a, 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 he trailed by a break uh, in the set. I think it was 4-2 uh, Carlitos. Um, Djokovic brought it back to 4-4 and then uh, led 5-4. 
and then it, it remained on serve until the tiebreak. Djokovic won the tiebreak, uh, played like the first six or seven points just so well. I think he led 5-1 and then 6-2 and then closed it out 7-5. Got a little scary in the end. Um, but no, and, 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 and here, was go here was what was going through my mind uh, during the match. From the way it was playing out, I, I I thought to myself, if Carlitos plays perfect, he will win. But he has to play perfect to win. If he doesn't, uh, he'll lose. Djokovic will will beat him. And and you could see it. The the points where Carlitos played perfectly, he won them. If he played a perfect game, whether a return game or a service game, if he played it perfectly, he won. If he played a perfect tiebreak, he, um, he'd win it. He, uh, Carlitos had to m maintain, not just have moments of brilliance or be perfect in big moments. He had to be perfect the entire match to win. And after the first set, he was. Uh, he was playing perfect. And some credit to Djokovic. I think that's how good Djokovic was because if Carlitos was not like there was really very little room for error on Carlitos's part. I mean, I'm sure he. F I mean, we can't speak on his behalf, but I'm sure that he might agree that the. You know, uh, his service games, Carlitos's own service games, the return game from the other side of the net, uh, Nadal versus Djokovic, huge difference. Djokovic's return game was incredible. His defense is so smart. He's quicker. Um, it seems like he was he he doesn't anticipate better, but he 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 just reads he reads the game better. He's such a good game manager, and and it's 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 sort of suffocating because he's like it's almost like he knows what's coming, but it's not really anticipating. As in, you know, you know what I mean? It's 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 very impressive, and 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 just beating him. Djokovic in a big moment and he was locked in and, and, and I think Djokovic truly this might have been Djokovic at his best the only reason that um, I don't think he was at his best is because he lost and usually like when he's at his best he wins right I mean from from what we know of Djokovic I mean we've seen Djokovic last year and, and the things that he did and that was Djokovic at his best and he he really didn't lose much so but but truly if if you read on Twitter that um Djokovic is so good and, and he's like 60% or, or still recovering. Or, uh, that's bullshit, in my opinion. I think he was very, very close to his best, if not his best. And Carlitos uh, still beat him. And it was truly remarkable. Carlitos was perfect. All credit to Carlitos. Carlitos, by the way, doesn't like to be called Carlos. He prefers Charlie or Carlitos. Um... So, out of respect uh, to Carlitos or Charlie, uh, please refer to him as Carlitos or Charlie. Don't call him uh, Carlos. You can call him Alcaraz, uh, pero no Alcatraz. It's not Alcatraz, it's Alcaraz or Alcaraz or Al Alcaraz. Okay, please get these names right. It's important. Well, we've, we're going to say it a lot. Uh, Alcaraz is there is no e in Alcaraz. I see a lot of people spell Alcaraz A L A Alca. Uh, they may, I don't know how to spell it now without like like looking at the letters. But A L here I'll type it. 
Alcaraz is spelled A-L-C-A-R-A-Z. Not A-L-C-A-R-E-Z. There is no E in Alcaraz. It's not Alcaraz. It's, uh, it's Alcaraz. Okay, there's no E in his name entirely. Unless you're spelling Charlie. Okay, so no Carlos. No Alcatraz with a T. No Alcaraz with an E. It's with an A. I just want to make that clear. Uh, I sort of have like uh, OCD when it comes to, to spelling and shit. Even though I, I could not just spell Alcaraz without looking at, at my keyboard. So yeah, that was Carlitos. Carlitos, truly remarkable. What he did was amazing. Djokovic, I think it was nice to see Djokovic have to bring his best. And I think he did, really. Uh, I mean, ultimately, I think that was all. Like, he, he, he truly gave it his all. Um, and in the past, we saw Djokovic thrive in, in, in big matches, big stages like this. Uh, loud crowd that's against him, booing him. Um, but I don't know, man. Car Carlitos is um, he's special. And I started off saying, if, if you tune into match at, at 15 all by 40-15, surely you fell in love with him. I mean, truly, unless there's something wrong with you or you, or you have uh, a lot of uh, internal biases or something, you know? Just so exciting, so positive, uh, just amazing. His his energy, it's, it's unmatched. Uh, he's intense, but he's not over the top either. You just feel like it's it's at such a perfect level for him at least, like his... Uh, the, the level that he brings in terms of his energy and, and his intensity, it's it's so perfect. It's op it's optimal. You know what I mean? It's not too high, not too low, not even a touch too high or too low. You know, it, it's truly perfect. And it translates, uh, like, into his tennis. Just, just it's seamless. It's, it's, it's really, truly beautiful. It's remarkable. It's honestly, this, this might be the best player ever. Um... And I know a lot of people say that for like a lot of things. So like now that when there actually might be uh, the potential best player ever, the people are sort of uh, with withholding that. Um, Nadal has won the most slams ever. Well, I mean, fuck Carlitos. Ni uh, and in that asp in that department, uh, Carlitos does need to get it going. But don't forget that he just turned 19 like two days ago. But Nadal, when he was 19, did win his first Grand Slam, so... He better get it going. He won a 250 last year. Uh, UMAG won an ITF. This year he won a 500 in Rio, won a 1000 in Miami. Is he going to win another 1000 in Madrid? He goes to Rome next week. Will he take Rome off and prepare for the French Open? What's he going to do with the French Open? Uh, mm -mm -mm. We... Um, Carlitos really has to get it going here and, and, and truly uh, cement his spot in the top one conversation. I mean, rankings-wise, like, he'll get there, obviously, but but he needs to... Is he the best player in the world? Is he? I mean, you're going to have to have a really good argument to, to say no, but I, I think yes. I think yes, truly. I mean, I, I don't know anyone that's been better since the Australian Open. In the Australian Open, he lost to Berrettini in five sets. I think came 
uh, back from two sets down and then lost the fifth set tiebreak against Berrettini. Um, I don't know. How does Carlitos look in five sets? Well, he did fare well um, in the five-setter against Berrettini, even though he lost the decider. But like I said, he won sets uh, three and four, uh, being 2-0 down. Uh, beat Tsitsipas in five in the U.S. Open. Please don't forget that. That was incredible. Um, and here we go. Speaking about Tsitsipas and our, uh, Carlitos. Um, now, do you think it's possible? Tsitsipas. Now, because now, uh, Carlitos and, 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 and Novak, they played like way early in Madrid. And then uh, Tsitsipas wasn't. Uh, scheduled to play his semi-final against Verev until after the women's final. And the women's final was sandwiched between the two semi-finals and obviously there's the ceremony and you know finals usually take a while because of like introductions at the start and da 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 and pictures and blah 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 and then the, 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 the ceremony and all that stuff so there was a, a lot of time for uh, Titipas to not only tune in to the match and watch and follow but also to lo to soak it in and, and to realize like fuck if I win today, I'm gonna be playing um, this guy Carlitos in the final. And by the way, Carlos 3-0 against Tsitsipas. I bring this up all the time. 3-0 against Tsitsipas, the first one, U.S. Open, um, in the U.S. Open. I don't know what round it was. Maybe first, second, or third round or something. Uh, Carlitos beat uh, Stefanos in five sets. And then in Miami, from 5-2 down, Tsitsipas led the first set 5-2, uh, and then there was all Carlitos. Carlitos 7-5, and then took a shit on in the second set, it was real easy. And then I believe in Barth Barcelona last week. Oh, he did win Barcelona too, Carlitos, let's not forget that. He did, right? Didn't he? Yeah, he did. Oof, Carlitos. Now, Tsitsipas versus Verve. Um, this was a good one, and even without this um, angle, uh, I, I bring up this angle, you know, Tsitsipas intentionally losing his match to to avoid or to prevent uh, a potential matchup with Carlitos in the next round, in a final, albeit. Kasatkina um, did this uh, this year. Um, so Kasatkina, I think there was a time this year where in three straight tournaments she faced Iga Swiatek and got shot on every time. Like every every time, every time she just got absolutely shot on. Um, uh, I forget which ones. I think like Dubai, Doha, and then maybe somewhere in Australia or the Australian Open. Um, but there was like a like a one or two month span where uh, Swiatek and Kasatkina faced off uh, maybe three or four times, and and Shvoitek beat her every time. Um, and then it was going to happen like a fourth or fifth time, um, but it was going to happen another time, and Svartek was already through, and, and that, you know, it was Kasatkina versus Kerber, and it was already known that the winner would play uh, Iga Svartek in the next round. What did Kasatkina do? She got, sh she, I think she purposefully tanked against Kerber just to prevent that matchup against Svartek. Like, I'm going to get shot on again, it's embarrassing, I might as well just lose now and... You know, like, that's that. You guys really don't think they do that? I think they do. These are real human beings. People have these thoughts in their head. We're not robots. We, we have we have feelings. We have emotions. We have thought processes. Um, some people have, you know, psych... Like, this is a psychological 
phenomenon, right? It's um, it's very possible. I think even if you're again, uh, it's it's more of a subconscious thing. Like even if you're not actively thinking about it at the front of your mind, like it's not like I'm saying they're sitting there like I am going to lose today, so I don't play against Carlitos tomorrow. It's not like that, you know. They're not thinking about it and and actively making that holistic decision you know what i mean it's it's more subconscious it's like you know it's there but you're not really think about it so like subconsciously you start to act or behave differently you know what i mean just to you know uh, psychology bro uh, that's what i'm trying to say maybe i'm full of shit who knows we will never truly know so you can't tell me i'm wrong and i'm not saying i'm right but but you can't dismiss what i'm saying because you can't prove otherwise and i'm and i'm and i'm here just um sharing my opinion and perspective i'm not saying this is the case but please don't talk shit to me because because you can't disprove what i'm saying thank you now tc and zverev um even without this angle or or you know t it kind of did slip my mind like oh yo if Tsitsipas won this he'd, he'd face carlitos in the final i did still kind of like zverev and i did think that plus 165 was a lot I've been talking about Zverev a lot, and in and, and yesterday's episode, I talked about how that is a very intriguing price. Uh, but I'm a bit scared to fade uh, Stefanos because, um, just because of how, like how good he he has looked quietly, and you know he won Monte Carlo, and how good he was this time last year. I feel like uh, maybe I don't know. It's like his training regimen or his body. Like some people just peak in in certain times of year. Uh, and certain times of the year and I feel like uh, he is a, a pretty good clay court player himself um, but also on 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 you know on the other side of the coin um, Zverev very quietly has looked very good um, and like I said on Twitter yesterday it's very easy to sort of go under the radar when Carlitos is doing what he's doing I feel like everyone it's just like it's kind of like swept under the rug and, and no one really looks to it. And especially in Zverev's case, it doesn't help that every match of yours is played last on court at like midnight or 11 p.m. or whatever. After, you know, the crowd's gone, people are probably tuning out. They just watch like two or three or four hours uh, of matches like uh, I can skip this one. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, look, Zverev, defending champion, looked good, looked scary. Um... Uh, we did get the over, over 22 and a half, uh, Tsitsipas Zverev. I feel like I sort of left some money on the table by not taking uh, Zverev money line plus 165. Now imagine how much of an idiot I have to be to be afraid to fade Tsitsipas, but not be afraid to fade Carlitos. Uh, uh, but I, I don't know though. I, I really don't know. I mean, it is Novak Djokovic. I mean, I... Uh, I'm an idiot, honestly, but, um, and by the way, here's another thing, while we're on the topic, remember how, like, there was an outrage about, oh my god, Carlitos's ankle, how is he gonna fear tomorrow, there's, uh, he's gonna really be feeling the pain, like, yeah, adrenaline carried him through this match, but, I mean, that ankle, like, that looked bad. He really rolled over on it. Da-da-da-da-da. And here's the other one. Oh, man, like, after such a huge win against Rafa Nadal, don't you think there's gonna be a little bit of an emotional letdown? Do you notice how people, like... Like, they only say these things not to convince you, but to convince themselves. Like, they themselves don't believe it 
what they're saying or 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 the pick or, or their perspective or whatever they're just saying it to convince themselves like like they're not even trying to convince you they they just want to say it out loud because because they don't believe it and they need some convincing you know people who say the who, who go off with these narratives and talk about this like like let me tell you guys something and look i'm not i'm not oblivious to this so like i i can sort of warn you about this Everyone thinks that they're a wise guy and they know something that no one else knows. You know what I mean? Like some people, I, I, I really don't know how, like you really need to have either extreme uh, confidence and self-esteem or be extremely egotistical or have extreme unawareness to truly think that you are onto something that no one else knows about. Not even Vegas, not even bookmakers, not even your neighbor. Like, no one knows about this except for you, and you're truly onto something. You, 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 and this is, and look, the, the more gambling and sports betting becomes popular, the, 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 you know, the more people that play it, the, the like the bigger it gets, and and like Twitter, and like now it's like legal in more places, and 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 you have like Twitter and Instagram and da 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 and YouTube, and like there's so many uh, shows, uh, pages, whatever, like myself, da da da. You know what I mean? And like the bigger the bigger it gets, the more people think that like they're wise guys. Like, bro, honestly, you're just a regular fucking person. So am I, but I, I I'm 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 not. You know what I mean? I don't think I'm onto something groundbreaking like that. Like the like the way some of them talk about some things you you Oh, wow. Like believe me, if you ever feel like you're onto something, you probably aren't. Or not that you aren't, but there's nothing that you could possibly know. 99% of the time that the bookmaker doesn't or so, or or like there's no way that you know something. And it isn't reflected or calculated, calculated, or impacted into the line or the odds that you see when when you come to bet the game. You know what I mean? And like people who say, "Oh, Carlitos' emotional letdown," like he just got the biggest win ever against his idol Rafa in Madrid like to like it's gonna be like wh like what even is that like what do you like why do you even talk about that like for me when I talk about tennis matches and when I sway away from the actual tennis I mean I hope I don't but I, I really feel like I don't say something as outrageous as that And I never factor in injuries or anything like that because I know that winning solves everything. And if if you and and pain is just in the mind, and and yeah, you'll tell me like if your ankle's broken, your ankle's broken. Well, it wasn't broken, and he was fine. And if 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 you're competing and if you're winning and shit, winning does solve everything. It'll make you forget about all the pain or how tired you are or how your head hurts or how your ankle hurts. I've talked about this before. Winning solves everything. If he had lost, his ankle would probably be in so much pain because he didn't he didn't have he didn't have the win. He didn't get the win and that's sort of like the cure. You know what I mean? So I wasn't worried about the injury. I mean, even though I was wrong about, you know, Carlitos not winning uh, yesterday or, or winning or whatever, I was wrong about Carlitos. 
but I wasn't really worried about the injury. I, uh, it was nothing like that. And I and I, I do believe I did say that yesterday. It's nothing about an emotional letdown. It's I was a believer in Novak Djokovic, to be honest. Now Zverev, Zverev is good. He's he's you know he has a chance to defend his title today against Carlitos. Um, I say this all the time. I have no respect for Zverev as a person, but as a tennis player, I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. I think he's honestly a very solid, a phenomenal tennis player, and the way he has been playing, I think, in my opinion, he's the second best player in this tournament. And this final is. Um, gonna be a good one i i don't know uh two better players who have played in madrid this week um maybe Tsitsipas, novak that's you know three and four or something so i think you know as as is the case with uh big atp tournaments the the latter stages uh, uh, of the tournament they always deliver and and you feel like it's deserved and and the matchups are always nice uh, so this is going to be a good one. I have to tell you that I was surprised uh, to see Carlitos only minus two and a half games. I expected it uh, to be minus three, minus three and a half. And it's so hard to, to read the line. Because surely, no question, the Carlitos hype is there and we know what he's about. So surely he's not being disrespected or undervalued in any way. So why is the line like that? You expect it to be more... Could it possibly be that Zverev is actually uh, being shown some respect here for what he um, has done so far this week? So far, uh, Zverev, um, not a lot of respect being shown to him thus far. And especially yesterday against Stefanos, he was uh, plus 165 or something like that. Like plus 150, he was a decently sized underdog. As the defending champion against Stefanos Tsitsipas yesterday. So I think, possibly, that's one option. Um, Zverev, it's, it's possible that the defending champion here um, is being shown some respect. Or, 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 and this is, um, and this is for the wise guys out there. Or do you think that this line is like this to make people feel like, um, there's an emotional letdown coming. The, his injury is gonna catch up to him. You know what I mean? Because sometimes when when wise guys who are who are already saying these things, and they think these things and they believe these things, and I I, I say wise guys with a with a you know you see my fingers right? Like I'm doing the wise guys, the quote unquote wise guys. Um, when they see a line like this, uh, they. Uh, and 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 I feel like bookmakers or Vegas, they're very, like they know what they're doing when they set a line. Um, so it has sometimes it's very like psychological or mind games or whatever. But I feel like for the wise guys who are just so very delusional and 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 dare I say stupid, um, it sort of confirms what they're already thinking. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I feel like uh, there a line is made a certain way. So that people that have this preconception, they sort of get a confirmation by this line. You know what I mean? Like if, like for example, if there's a wise guy out there who's saying, 
Oh, well, Carlitos, he's like if he wasn't feeling his ankle yesterday against Novak, he's definitely gonna be feeling it today. Ooh, and just think about the huge emotional letdown in front of the fans in Spain and all the expectations. Ooh, and then they see that the line is short and they're like, yep, I fucking knew it. Vegas is on to me, but I, I think still think Carlitos is gonna lose, so I'm taking Zverev. Really, you truly gotta look at lines, and look, when in big, big matches like this, you really have to look at a line and assess it. Um, like I've said many times, uh, they don't make these lines to give you a true, accurate representation of the of the win probability of both players. That is not what they're trying to do here. Okay. That is not their goal. Um, their goal is to balance... Uh, the wagers and to have even action on each side so that either result is not a huge liability for them well if you make a really and and you ask yourself like okay well like if a line is like carlitos looks so tempting at minus two and a half right and then you just look at it like wow that looks so good right like how does that balance out the wagers everyone's just gonna bet carlitos well, no, and that's where the wise guys come in. Like, some people love to overthink and shit. And this is where the psychology and the mind games come in, because nowadays, with so many people who have access to betting and just regular-ass people all around the world, and, and please excuse my language, but a lot of, a lot of them idiots um, who think they're smart, and, 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 and I've said this before, there's nothing worse in life, in the whole world, there's nothing more dangerous than an idiot who thinks they're smart. Like, being an idiot is fine. Like, if you're stupid, it's okay. And if you, if you, especially if you, if you know you're stupid, or if you don't think you're all that, you know, mentally, like, you don't have the capacity, then that's okay, it's fine, you're, like, you're not that bad. But if you're, if you're an idiot, if you're, if you're, if you're fucking stupid in the head, if you're fucked in the head, but you think you're smart, there is nothing more dangerous in the world than people like that. There is nothing worse and there's nothing you can tell me. Like, literally, there is nothing worse in this world than an idiot who thinks they're smart. Absolutely nothing. And there's really nothing you can tell me. There's nothing. There's truly nothing worse than that. And here we go. So some people who think they're smart, who think they are wise guys, my quote-unquote wise guys... We'll look at this line and say, Oh, well, look, it's, it's just way... Like, they're tempting you to bet Carlitos. Like, surely, surely Zverev is the bet here. Right? I mean, if, if Carlitos was going to win and that was the side, or if he wasn't injured, uh, he surely he would... This line would be way bigger, right? I mean... And, and that's that's the problem. And I, I... Maybe I'm too much of a conspiracy theorist, or I'm, or I'm full of shit. Or something, but I, I I truly think that um, especially in big matches like this, I mean this isn't the first round of ATP 250. This is uh, the final of a of Madrid, uh, a Masters 1000, and the hype about Carlitos is is through the roof. So this is a you can call this a, a big match. This is a, a definitely some event. You know what I mean? It's not. Um, it's not a 250 fucking uh, Yuri Vesely versus Gombos or whatever, you know? Um, 
So yeah. I really think sometimes they make lines just to feed into people's narratives or to truly uh, fuck with some people. And, and, and the worst part is, is that there's a lot of idiots out there. Not everyone's an idiot, um, but a lot of people are. And I'm not saying a lot of you are. I'm talking about the general entire gambling population, like everyone who places bets. A lot of those people are very, like, um, uninformed, uneducated, and yeah, they're idiots. I mean, they're proper casuals, not just for the sport, but for betting as well. And, you know, like, I don't know. And a lot of people love to overthink things and, like, overassess a line. Is that what I'm doing? No, I'm just sort of analyzing, um, I'm saying what the overthinkers would say. I'm, I'm not overthinking myself you know what i mean um i'm not reaching conclusions based on the line i'm explaining to you what conclusions could be reached uh by looking at these lines um for me honestly i i believe that i'm a thinker and i'm, and I'm very cerebral and I, li I like to think and and i have a good um a thought process and an analytical mind and i have sort of um like good awareness like i like think outside the box type shit i have that skill um i'm unskilled in a lot of areas as far as being smart or thinking uh sometimes i make really stupid decisions sometimes i um engage in overthinking myself um but I feel like there are certain things that I can do better than the rest of the people, which is l what I like to focus on and, and, and try and teach you guys and share, okay? Um, and I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things uh, that I can learn from you guys that, that if you would share with me, that, that, that would really benefit me. Um, which has been the case, honestly, sometimes on Twitter, when I go on Twitter spaces or even in the DMs or the comments or whatever, or even just browsing or scrolling through or perusing Twitter, there's a lot that I learn from some people sometimes, and it's it's very beneficial. Um, honestly, um, a lot of people, right, they're like part of gambling Twitter, but they hate gambling Twitter and like what it's about, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people on Twitter especially who are part of gambling Twitter and betting or whatever, a lot of them are shitty but at the same time there's a lot of people who who you know who love gambling who love sports who are part of gambling twitter and they also share that so like if a lot of people are saying oh fuck gambling twitter um it's so shit like there's a lot of like weird people on here like it's so toxic like if everyone is saying that like who really is the is the toxic one like who is the problem but i think you guys know what i'm talking about when i when we discuss like the problems of gambling twitter um I myself, I never really like to talk about uh, others or what other people are doing in this in this space, uh, gambling Twitter. I just advise you to not um, to just sort of trust your source and, and and really make a good judgment or assessment, not only of the person's thoughts and 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 things like that, but also about them as a person and and whether they seem stable or not, uh, because that um, I think I think that does go a long way as far as you know good judgment calls or, or things like that you know 
Now here we go, there's one match left uh, from yesterday that I, um... You can probably notice I'm trying to avoid it, or procrastinate, or, or stall, or whatever. But it was the Unchabur, uh jesse Pegula match. Uh, it was the WTA final in Madrid, and Unchabur won. Now, I did not watch um, this match because I was away. I, I couldn't really tune in. I actually didn't even watch the, uh, like, so from like Carlitos Novak uh, from 4-4 in the in the third set, um, I had to go and I so I missed, um, you know, the rest of that match and the entire Pagula Unz match. Um, now obviously, I was checking scores. Um, I could have watched I, I I didn't watch I, I you know after seeing the score I said no thanks I'm not gonna look at highlights or anything there's there's nothing here for me to see but no look there are some things I want to make clear or maybe sort of get off my chest um, originally as an Arab um, Unz's story Unz Jabor's story is uh, truly inspirational and it's 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 a great story and what she's done and achieved thus far um even before um madrid i mean even even if she didn't win the uh, final even 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 before this tournament um what uns has achieved is is nothing short of remarkable she's an inspiration um to a lot of muslim women and girls and arab women and girls all around the world um and she deserves it. She deserves to be happy. Um, she she deserves the title. Um, her and her team. It's 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 amazing. Now, having said all that, the problem here for me remains is I am still just not bought into her as a, a top top tennis player, and the her winning this title doesn't really um, change anything moving forward. I'd really. Um, like her to achieve more and 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 to keep this up, but I'm I I have my doubts, um. And I'm and I'm being really harsh here, and I'm I'm sort of giving her a really high bar because, I mean, she's a top ten player, and the way she's um she has been talked about and discussed this week um, is as if she's like Serena Williams, maybe not Serena Williams, but something really 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 special. In, in, in this current era, and I'm just not sold on that. I'm not quite bought in on on all the on all the hype and the praise uh, for her tennis, or her as um, her as Erd as Uns. I, I I applaud her for her her achievements, her how how inspiring she is. Um, but I still do believe that she has ways to go um, to be a top, top, top tennis player. Um, I'm not sold. If she proves me wrong, then that means she would have... Um, then she truly is um, uh, doing some great things and, 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 and playing really well. Uh, I don't know why I'm so harsh, but... Um, it's just sort of how it is. Maybe I just expect a lot uh, from her for some weird reason. I think maybe it just sits with me and, and it's very hard for me to, to look past it. But Uns Jabor is the reason why Astra Sharma has a WTA title. And you probably don't know who Astra Sharma is. And that is exactly the problem. 
Ons Jabor had a absolutely horrible record in finals and just performances in general in uh, big stages. Uh, in big tournaments versus big opponents. Um, she sort of, kind of disproved that or, or maybe flipped the script here in Madrid. Um, especially with the whole rev looking for revenge factor. Um, she beat three players in a row who she held a winning record against. Um, Bencic, Halep, Alexandrovo. Uh, Halep was probably her biggest win, her best win as well, uh, performance-wise, I think. Um, Halep looked like she was going to be the favorite to win this event after the first few rounds. Um, and Bencic had was 2-0 against Uns, and... I don't know, man, I really liked it if it didn't rain that day. Oof. I mean, you see, it's things like that. It's just... Oof, I don't... I don't... I don't really know. I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did Halep really play her best? Uh, I mean, did Alexandrova really even like try? Oh God. Oh, oh well. Well, that's that. Um, WTA Madrid is a wrap. Uh, the ATP side of things is is next, and and we're almost there. Um, I know I keep saying this, but today I will do a double upload um, tonight. So these have all been late uploads. Uh, my schedule has been really different because uh, I do have tennis tournaments and practice. Um, so it's hard to, to sort of stay on my regular uh, upload schedule and, and, and sleep schedule. And, and I do have work later this month as well that I, that I really need to um, get sorted for with my sleep and my, and my schedule and my, my timing and all that. Um, but I will do another upload later today or this evening or, you know, wherever you are in the world. It will probably be a couple of hours after the men's final tonight. Um, and what we're going to talk about later tonight uh, on the next upload is we're going to look at... Um, we'll talk about the final, Carlitos Zverev. Um, and we're going to also look at the WTA Rome draw. And look at first round matches. We'll we'll t we'll you know we'll, we'll we'll do all of that. We'll do all things about uh, WTA Rome, and maybe if we have a schedule, we can also do some picks for tomorrow, which is Monday as well. Now, finally, um, um, I'm gonna go Carlitos minus two and a half, and Carlitos and straights. Um, I've been sucking the past couple of days. I, but I really don't see any um other results and and these lines is just so tempting and, and i think it's maybe a little bit of a trap i think it's a little too late to start showing respect for zverev because he hasn't played uh the best player in the world yet and i th i think carlitos uh is gonna follow up his his two uh three set wins over nadal djokovic with a, a routine straightforward sort of uh celebratory performance against uh Sasha Zverev but it's not to say that Z Sasha Zverev is not scary or he's he's not decent I mean I've I've cleared that up but I'm going uh Carlitos it's it's all it's all Carlitos today in straights and um minus two and a half fashion yes sir um
so this has been the safe space thank you so much for listening uh, i apologize for the tardiness as far as the um uh the pics the podcast upload and all that i will try to get into a more uh consistent and convenient uh schedule for uh the majority of the viewers around the world and um yeah thank you so much uh best of luck to us and i'll see you all to, uh later today yes sir Thank <laughs> you.